Your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome to another Rope Drop on Deck. I'm Doug McKnight, and I'm here with Michelle McKnight. And Michelle, it is officially marching season or football season? Marching band season. Marching band season. Yeah, we don't have a football player. No, we don't have a football player. We have marching banders. (laughs) Members. Marching members. Band band. members. Oh, dear. Yeah, well, you know. All three kids. It's fall. The cadences has begun. You know, that's the thing. You walk into a football field, the thing that makes it feel like fall is here is the drum cadence, right? Yeah. That's what gets you going. Yeah. I think that was my favorite part of Monsters University was just the soundtrack with all the drum cadences interwoven. You also might be a super dork, but. (sighs) I'm just glad you didn't say that very loud and it's easy to edit out. Um, Anywho, uh-huh, uh-huh. To, but it's also March. It's also cross country. Cross country season. Fall soccer for Claire. Cross country for Alden. Sam is cross country for Claire. Cross country for Claire as well. And Sam is marching and playing. All state auditions are coming up, so that's what she's focused on. Anywho, today we're going to talk about small ships, large ships, and we'll define small and large a little later, a little bit, but. Um, that's the topic of today, but first we have to read an Apple podcast review. So thank you to everybody that's been leaving five-star reviews. You leave a five-star, we read it on air. And today's five-star review is titled, Doug and Michelle make for a great listen. Five stars by Rigby Fab 4 I think that's right. I think I got it. Yeah, I'm nailing it. I'm a lot better than I used to be at that. All right. Doug and Michelle do a nice job with their podcast, keeping us informed about the cruising industry in general and DCL news in particular. I've added Rope Drop on Deck for my regular lineup of Disney parks and cruise shows and look forward to each release. Keep up the good work. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much for taking the time to leave that review. We appreciate it. We also appreciate everybody that listens. Lots of downloads. We'd like to see that. Thank you very much. So... Without further ado, we're going to move on to everybody's favorite part of the show, I think, anyway. The word of the day. Today's word of the day, Michelle, is capacity. So Webster says, the largest amount or number that can be contained. That's it? Yeah. That's all it is? Is that like a longer definition? Just contain the number that can contain? I mean, there's the ability to hold or contain. Oh, Okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So capacity on a cruise ship is something that people talk about a lot. Like, how big is the ship? You talk about the capacity. But I always get confused because you see two capacities for cruise ships, don't you, Michelle? Yeah, you do. Yeah, one is, like, at double occupancy, and then one is, like, all the way full. But yet, like, cruise ships can't fill every spot on the cruise ship. Like, like you hit a certain point where the ship's at capacity, even though some rooms aren't. It's so confusing for me in my simple mind. Right, and I think that also confuses a lot of clients, too. Um, Lots of times, Royal Caribbean, they will show, um, they're just an example, by the way, but they will show that there's availability on the the cruise, but then when you go to put, um, you know, three people in or four people in, there's no availability, so they're down to, like, double occupancy. Yeah, all kinds of weird number games going on there. All the math, so there we go, capacity. And so, like, capacity of a large ship, we're talking, like, Four to seven thousand, probably, right? Is that kind of what we're thinking? 
Sure. And then, like, the small ship today is, like, the 2,000 range. We're not talking about the expedition no. ships. No. Or yachts or No. They, they yeah. get way smaller, but we're, like, the 1,000 to 2,500 small ships, 3,000. That, that, I think, is small, where the bigger ones are the 4 plus, uh, 4,000 plus, I guess. So, capacity. All right. Well, before we move on to the large versus small, let's talk about some news the cruise news brought to you by backtothemouse.com. Go check out backtothemouse.com whenever you're looking at some stateroom pictures or need to look at a menu so your stomach can growl. So check out backtothemouse.com. All right. First news item, Australia scraps vaccination requirements for cruises. Holy moly, did you realize they still had a vaccination requirement? I mean, I did. You did, but most people don't. Yeah, so they are the last country to drop that, I believe, and uh, we can move forward now. Actually, New Zealand, do they still have a vaccination requirement? I don't know. They may, they may not. I don't know. They're really picky about how clean the ships are in New Zealand, so lots of cruises get canceled because of New Zealand's ships thing. But that's, that's a whole other topic. Sorry, I really got off topic there. But yeah, Australia is now going to go without a vaccination requirement. So welcome to 2022, Australia. Yeah. All right. Next news item. There's been a kerfuffle over cookies on Celebrity. So cookie drama. A couple weeks ago we had pizza drama. Now we have cookie drama. Some people boarded the Celebrity Equinox last week and they saw a new offering that was a cookie chocolate chip cookie for two dollars two dollars for cookies michelle outrage ensued can you believe that they're charging two dollars for cookies um, no the cookies should be free and they still or are included included they still are on the celebrity equinox so everybody take a deep breath before the internet exploded for a week celebrity replied finally saying like no offerings were taken away everywhere you could find a free cookie before there's still free cookies but they added a new offering of a warm handcrafted celebrity chocolate chip cookie at the cafe al balco balco and their european themed cafe that offers pastries coffee and tea so there you go there's a premium cookie everybody calm down thank goodness Right, if the can't get free cookies. However, now I want the premium one because it just it's gonna look it, and like Does it, it have an X on it. Like it's I, handcrafted. It's handcrafted, and you know everybody was up in arms about the nickel and diming, and it's only been on the Celebrity Equinox so far. They're just testing it to see how it goes over. It is a test market, so deep breath, deep breath. We'll be okay. There's still free cookies, but now there's you know handcrafted artisan cookies I, I hope they're big for two dollars because i always think about what i can get that's included and then the price difference between that included cookie and the premium cookie is what i should be paying not the whole price of a cookie so i wonder how big this cookie is um we need to book a celebrity cruise on the equinox just to yeah. find out will you tell me where that's going to go in the schedule mm, yeah okay Anywho, next and last news item of this week, Port Canaveral adding 3,000 more parking spaces. So the world's busiest cruise port is going to expand their parking. In 2024, they approved $67 million worth of parking garage. So two north side parking garages 
So that's exciting. That's a lot more parking garages. They already have one parking garage that's not included in this package that's being built right now. So this one or these two parking garages are basically going to service every cruise line except Disney Cruise Lines. You got Norwegian, Royal Caribbean, Carnival, Princess Celebrity, and MSC will all be the ones benefiting from this project. So there you go. One thing I didn't put down on the news, Michelle, just a little side note, Royal Caribbean partnered with Inter Miami um, as I don't know what exactly they're doing, but they jumped on the messy bandwagon. Are they going to give me a free ticket to go see Messi? Probably not. Then I don't really care. Yeah, but I don't really understand what their partnership with a soccer team will do. Anywho, let's talk about ships. You go to the game and then you get on the ship. Like, well, that would be ideal, but like I don't know. people from all over if I book, next year. What if I book, like, concierge, you get a soccer ticket? That would be a – I'd book concierge. Mm-hmm. It might be cheaper that way to get a soccer ticket, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but messy. Oh, tearing it up in the MLS, which, no kidding. MLS is the MLS. Okay. Let's talk about ship size. So we already kind of mentioned what small and large is, but other than the size of the ship – what does that mean? Why would I care, Michelle, about booking either a small or a large ship? Well, there's lots of different reasons that we're going to talk about, but a couple that I can think off the top of my head before we get kind of into it would be, um, well, the small ships are kind of almost like a thing of the past. They don't, I, I don't know of a company that's making a 2000. I mean, other than ship. like Viking, which is more of right. a specialized. Right. I'm talking like, Norwegian, Royal, you know, like the ones we normally talk about, you know, Holland America even. So in general, they're older. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anything else in the the general category as to why I should care? Or we're just going to discuss them all when we talk about the other things? We should probably just go on before we talk about them all. Let's just go on. All right. So first up, what do you love most about small ships? Well, I like when we go to like into a port. Um, there's not as many people getting off mm-hmm. and so um, it doesn't you know it, you get more of like the local feel to it um, that's yeah that's my um, the lines my also just to get off the ship like there's sometimes on a big ship they open as many gangways as they do on a small ship and there's you know half as many people and you can tell the difference just at the gangway is getting off and on going through that security process right absolutely and I, the excursions less crowded when you are on a small ship. I think some of the popular things, depending on like, well, like you go to a port where you're the only ship in port. It does happen, folks. I know right. there's a lot of yeah. people that have crews that that's never happened for them. But when you do that, if you're on a small ship, it's pretty, pretty awesome. But when you go on a big ship, then you have your whole ship to contend with so that's one thing so one of the things i like about um a small ship in particular michelle is the fact that i don't have to walk as far to get everywhere i love that i'm a lot closer to my stateroom i'm a lot closer to the food the the drink stations the the entertainment i'm just close i could be on deck two on a small ship and be closer to all of the things than being in a middle deck on a really big ship. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It helps with my laziness. That's definitely needed for you. 
Yeah. You don't care about that, though, do you? Not me, personally. I do, personally. Yeah. The, yeah. So that's that's one thing. What else do you like about a small ship? Your list is a lot shorter than mine, huh? Yeah. I, I mean, I think I've told everyone I really like the large ships, but... Spoiler alert. Jeez. Just way to jump to the end of the show. Right. But going back to, like, the ports... Um, the smaller ships can go to different ports or they can, you know, they don't have to, to, um, right. There's some ports. So like Disney switched up the magic for the dream in Europe. And there are some ports that I think they can't do now because the dream is too big to go to them. Like our, um, when we went to the ancient Olympic site, I don't know how that ship would fit there. Yeah. I don't know either. Yeah. It was a very small port. Yeah, and we were the only ones there. And like as, as you get towards Alaska, you know, some of them don't don't fit into all of the little nooks and crannies going yeah. going in there to look at glaciers. So there's that as well. And that's why lots of the small ships do the um, north or south itineraries. They don't do like a round trip because those are the ones that are going to fit into those smaller areas and frankly see, see neater stuff. Yeah, you're going to get closer to everything, too, Yeah, on the small ships in Alaska. I think Alaska is a great place for a small ship. Yeah. All right. Move on to what you love most about large ships. I have a feeling you have more to say here. I mean, like we talked about, these are going to be newer, most likely. You like there's, shiny things? There's still, like, really large ships that are older, right? And they some of them need refurbishments, but we won't talk about those. Oh. Like the one we're going to go on in in November, yeah. a really large ship. But no, I do, I like Royal Caribbean's Oasis ships. I like the activities. They just have so many more activities, like wa more water slides. They have zip lining, they have rock climbing. They have, you know, I don't know, Flow Rider. They have a, a dry slide on the back. They just- Go-karts. So many things. Yep, Norwegian has the go-karts. Ice rinks. Yeah, just overall, the overall entertainment on board. Yeah, there's just a lot more to do and to see, and a lot more like pools, too, that sort of thing. There's usually more of everything. You're right. Right. There's lots of different categories of rooms that confuse people, so that's where I come in and help. So maybe that's why I like them. I understand those when people come to me to. And to there, cipher. there are more rooms on a large ship. Therefore, you know, there's more rooms to stay in. They can. Make it helps the prices come down a little, maybe compared to some of the small ship sailings. Yeah. Or am I making that up? Um, no. You're, yeah, you're making that up. Oh. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Is that because they're new ships though that make them right more? More or less, but they also have more activities on board, thus you can charge more. Oh, and more restaurants, more dining, more. Yeah, the dining is a big thing. I mean, I mean, it even it's true from going from like the magic and the wonder to the dream fantasy wish. You got an extra specialty dining on there. True. A whole extra thing. Well, compared to Royal Caribbean with all the extra things. Which, yeah, you see like three or four extra restaurants when you go from some Royal ships up to the Oasis class. Whole bunch of stuff. Whole bunch of stuff. Um, all right. So what do you miss when you're sailing on the small ships other than the activities that sort of stuff is there anything that you kind of miss about a large ship when you're on a small ship it's a trick question i know it is a trick Think question hard. i have something i miss the stability of a large ship 
mm-hmm. for motion sickness. For motion sickness, I there's some people that don't have any motion sickness say, ah, it doesn't really matter. I've also heard, you know, people say stay more towards midship, the middle of the ship to help with motion sickness. And other people are like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Stay aft forward. It's all the same. The ship moves. No, it does matter. Um, and there is a significant difference between um, the size of the ship and the amount of motion that you do feel. That I can say for sure. I always wonder what... Like we had one sailing on a big ship where it was really rough out. We were in the, you know, doing an Eastern Caribbean. I always wonder what that would have felt like on one of the smaller ships. And then we had one sailing where it was really rough on a small ship. And I'm always wondering in my head what that would have felt like on a big ship to be able to compare. You would have gotten sick either way. Well, my medication <laughs> saved me. but But I just wonder if... The water would have been sloshed out of the pool on the big ship like it was the small ship. And I just sat by guest services and listened to people complain about not being able to swim on their sea day. That was entertaining. It was gold star for for entertainment. I know, when you're selling a small ship, I miss, I miss miniature golf. That's an entertainment thing, and you said without those. Yes, but you never actually said miniature golf earlier. You You didn't either. No, because I was waiting to say it now. It's an entertainment offering, but I agree, right? Miniature golf is big, too. Right, Cause, but also, even on the large ships, some of them don't have it, like the Wish. <laughs> so. Well, the Wish is special. Yeah. So. I mean, I also, like in the small ship, too, like, you, you kind of see people more often. I know this sounds weird, but, like, you know, there's, there's less people on board. There's less space to consume. You're going to see the same people more, in my opinion. Over so, and over. Yeah. Sometimes you can go on the large ships and you can... Like, you'll never see some of these people, like, a second time. You, you see them <laughs> once, like a port excursion, and you never see them again. I did like that about our nine-night Greek Isle is there was some people we saw a lot. And we talked to them and got to know people, especially the kids. And you also sometimes get to know the, the workers more, too, that way as yeah, well. Yeah, the crew. Yeah. Is that, I mean, you follow people from our Greek Isle crews on Instagram. But those are just servers, so we would have had them all the time anyway. I'm talking about like That's true. I'm talking about the crew members like um, for like the character handlers or oh, the trivia yeah. mm-hmm. or even like the hotel operators. I think the character handlers get tired of you. Oh, 100%. I apologize. There's no one that listens to this. It's a character handler, but you know. You never know, Michelle. I'm never... I'm not obnoxious though. I don't take extra time. I don't have I don't have anything to like sign. I don't have anything to yeah. You don't just, have full-on conversations. literally get in, get out, take the picture, and go. Usually the character makes you take longer than you want to. Yeah, very true. So, all right, what do you miss about a small ship when you're on a large ship? Don't think too hard. Probably my, late, like, I'm tired, like, I, from walking from one side to the other. So many stairs. And that's not being lazy, like your first comment. This is just... Well, my first comment was laziness. That's why I like a small ship, but now it's, like... Your legs can be sore some days because you go up and down, up and down, up and down. And we take the stairs most of the time. Yeah, there's usually more elevators on a large ship too. So that's But there's more people. Yeah. But like on the Oasis class ships, I swear it's like it's like spread out better. Like the elevators other than like, you know, day one, I swear the elevators are not ever that busy. That's because they know what day of the week it is. No. Royal Caribbean elevators. Yeah, that has nothing to do with it. No? No. Yeah, I there was one day on our last cruise where my legs were sore 
what day? Oh, it was after Jamaica because we we went up the Dunn River Falls. So we, I mean, we climbed three hundred some feet of elevation in a waterfall, and then got back on the ship, and I took the stairs all the way up to the room, and it was like, oof, I feel it. That would I couldn't have. I was like, I was dead after that. I don't know how you did that. I was just impatient. There was a crowd by the elevators. Small ship, small elevators. That's the problem on that one. Oh no, we were on a big ship. My bad. We were. <laughs> we were. So, all right, let's wrap this up. Let's have some final thoughts on small, large. What do you prefer? You've said the large ships, but why? Really, why? Because you don't go climbing rock walls or on the flow rider. You don't do any of that stuff. I do the zip lining. Oh. So you'd book a cruise just for the zip No, line? I'm just saying that's an extra thing. I mean, okay. we like watching the, I like watching the ice skating. It's fascinating. I really like the ice skating because, I mean, you're that's seeing world-class athletes. like middle ships, though. That's not, doesn't have to be on the There's ice. still, like, the Freedom class is still a big ship. It's still. Yeah, right. It's still a big ship. Even though they're not Oasis, they're considered big. Um I think the ice skating is the biggest thing that you can see on a big ship that the smaller ships have no no chance at doing. A um, little disappointed. The Wish did not have an ice rink. You know what I mean? That was disappointing. Instead, they gave us a bounce house. They said it was uh, revolutionary or trend-setting or something. But I don't know. I, I, prefer, I like both. I guess I'm more of whichever ship I'm on I'm happy with. Right, one I of mean, those people. Right. That's not an answer, right. though. One of the things that sticks out to me with Disney, with the small ship, is that smaller ship, is that on Castaway, it doesn't feel <sighs> at, like there's not just not very many people compared True. to the Wish, the Dream, the Fantasy. Unfortunately, our cruise in December is on the Dream, and so mm-hmm. I keep thinking it's on the Magic because it's got a weird itinerary and it's not three and four nights, but that's over yeah, for the Dream. Yeah, so. the Dream is now weird itineraries and. Um, same could be true for Royal Caribbean. You know, the smaller ships, there's less people at perfect day. However, the problem is you can show up and the Wonder of the Seas can be parked next to you. But if you're on, I mean, they can have two Oasis-class yeah. ships there someday. So I'm really hoping that doesn't happen very often for people because that would be a lot of people having a perfect day, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know if it could be perfect with that many people. Um, I like that observation. One other thing I think a small ship kind of has to offer is certain locations. Your port adventures are a little more available. Not as many people going to get all of the port adventures at the same time sort of thing. So especially on the private islands, there's less competition to get that parasailing and that sort of thing. You know, it, it helps you out just a little bit. Now on a big ship, some locations can just roll more buses at you, right? And then you see the fleet of coaches sitting out there waiting. But with the smaller ship, you know, in certain locations, they can only take X number of people to X location. Therefore, there's less people trying to get it, and they won't sell out as fast. So you have a little better chance to get your excursions, don't you think, Michelle? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And what about booking differences between small and large like what are some things people need to be aware of when they're booking a cruise that they might want to take in consideration when they're booking small versus large 
Well, in general, I mean, yes, there are exceptions, but in general, the small, smaller the ship, it seems like the price is lower, at least right now. Um, that's usually because they have, um, like, in, in general, those ships are older, like I've talked about. So everybody kind of wants the new, shiny, newest thing out there. So Including Michelle. Yes, including me. Um, those are also going to sail from, like, the other ports. So, like, um, New Orleans, usually. Um, Galveston. Tampa. I guess we didn't talk about that. So, oh, so yeah. So those are the only ones that can fit there. They, the Tampa's ones. got a bridge. Yeah. So um, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you, you have lots of other East Coast cruise ports that have smaller ships. Baltimore and Norfolk, Virginia, and some others up along the way. And... Uh, I'm not sure how big a ship can get into some of the Canadian ports, too, on the East Coast. They go down the St. Lawrence River. So that's something to take in consideration, too. Other options of home ports. Carnival uses a lot of those different um, secondary East Coast ports. And then, too, on those smaller ships, you're going to have less room types. That could be a good thing if you're booking it yourself because you don't have to, like, determine, like, what all of the different room categories are. But, like, on Royal Caribbean's Oasis, you've you've got um, Central Park balconies. You've got on Icon of the Sea. Now you're having a surf si- Surfside? I think that's right. Surfside um, balcony. A family a family one that's not really a suite. But they're making you believe it's a suite. Um, that's complicated. It's complicated when... I guarantee you somebody's booked a balcony and thought, we have a balcony. We're going to see the ocean. And then they're looking at Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I mean, but it doesn't say ocean at all in that title. No, so it's not but too... It, I know it doesn't, but that doesn't mean people haven't done it. You've met people. Yeah. So in conclusion, like I've said on other shows, I think it, it's not a surprise unless you're just starting to listen to this. But I, I like the big ships. They're my... I would rather travel on those than the small ships. However, if I, you know, if I can have one or nothing, I would definitely take the small ships. Yeah, I, I don't really care. I look at the itinerary and the calendar and what works and what fits. I love them both. One, because I'm lazy, and the other, because I like miniature golf. That's, this is facts. Both of those things sum you up. <laughs> I'm so honest. I can't help it. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Rope Drop on Deck where we compare things randomly. And um, if you want to follow us on social media, we are at Rope Drop on Deck on all the things except... TikTok. We're never going to be on TikTok, Probably are we? Probably not. Probably not. No, I don't. I don't see that happening. And if you're looking at booking a large or a small ship, you can always email Michelle at Michelle at TouringPlans.com. So Michelle at TouringPlans.com. Com. Do I say that weird enough for people? You do. I just like you to spell it. Out loud? No. Nope. Never mind. T O U R I N G P L A N S. You were looking at something. Oh, I did not. I <laughs> okay. looked into my brain. I really struggle with spelling. It's true. All right. So email Michelle at touringplans.com. Well, that's Michelle at touringplans.com. Anyway. Thank you so much for listening. This has been another Rope Drop on Deck.